everybody. So today is going to be my Goodreads new releases for hmm, what month? Let's see. January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, and September. See how quickly I did that? Um, these are all the books that are coming out or have just come out recently. And I'm going to tell you all the ones that look really exciting and cool. Um, we... <laughs> We just moved into a house, and it has this cat door on our door, and I was, like, really smug putting the dogs away, and then Molly just shot through the little cat door and came out here to join me, so theoretically, you won't hear anyone, but you might hear Molly in the background because she is a little escape artist, and she can get through, but anyway, let's get into it. So for the month of July, the first one I have is The It Girl by Ruth Ware. This is a thriller. Our main character, April, is taken in by It Girl, Hannah Jones. They develop a crew at Oxford, and then Hannah dies. A decade later, the man accused of killing Hannah dies. Then a journalist comes and prevents new prevent, presents new evidence that the man may not have been the one to kill Hannah. While they revisit their past, April realizes one of their friends may be a murderer. So, spoiler alert, I already uh, tried to read this one, and it is not very good. I DNF'd it. Next, we have Upgrade by Blake Crouch. This is my book of the month for July. I haven't read it yet. It's science fiction. It says, Logan Ramsey's genome genome has been hacked he realizes that he's a little bit better at everything something has happened to his brain in his body he's been targeted for an upgrade for a reason the first step in a much larger plan he has to tap into his upgrades in order to save humanity so i've only read part of a blake crouch book i read part of dark matter and i really liked it he writes like science fiction and it's very much like alternate universe multiple realities sort of thing and I think all of his books kind of give a similar vibe but I'm still really excited to read this one next is things we do in the dark this is a thriller Paris Peralta is arrested in her home while holding a razor with her dead celebrity husband behind her but she's less worried about going to jail and more concerned with someone from her past finding her and ruining her life she potentially was responsible for another murder that someone else took the fall for so this one I already read um, in July and I did not like it but I was excited at first about it Acts of Violet by Margarita Montemore this is a fiction slash mystery. Nearly a decade ago, iconic magician Violet Volk vanished mid-act. Now Cameron is hosting a podcast for the 10-year anniversary and wants to interview Violet's sister, Sasha, who just wanted a normal life with her daughter and is hiding some secrets for Violet. This is the author that wrote Una Out of Order, so I've never read anything else by that author. I don't know if Una Out of Order was her first book or what, but I'm very curious to see if this is any good. The Valkyrie's Daughter by Tiana Warner. This is a fantasy. Sigrid wants to be a Valkyrie but doesn't have a winged mare, doesn't know who her parents are, and wonders why she feels so different. The eye shows up and shows her a vision where she's leading the Valkyrie charge. The person to help her reach her vision is Miriam, an enemy Valkyrie. It's sapphic, enemies to lovers, and a Norse mythology situation. Um, it basically gives you the entire plot of the book, but I think that's kind of like the vibe with these like Greek retelling sort of situations or Norse retellings or whatever. Young Blood by Sasha Lawrence. This is a fantasy. Kit Finn, Cat Finn, 
is a vampire who is struggling with her mom to pay for synthetic blood, which they have to buy because humans have been infected with a virus, making their blood fatal to vampires. Then she's accepted into a prestigious prep school. Her roommate ends up being a girl that she used to be friends with, but things didn't end up well. End up well. They end up working together to make discoveries about the school, and I think falling in love because it's marked sapphic. This reminds me a little bit of Vampire Academy, but maybe not as good. Or I can just assume not as good because nothing is as good as Vampire Academy. Honey and Spice by Bolu Babaloa. This is a romance. Kiki Banjo gives relationship advice on a radio show, Brown Sugar, trying to help women from falling into situationships, players, and heartbreak. She publicly denounces Malachi, some big shot, and they have to fake date to save both of their reputations. It gives me, like, the X-Talk vibes mixed a little bit with, like, Honey Girl. Um, It's supposed to be really funny. The Charmed List by Julie Abe. This is young adult. Ellie Kabata has an anti-wallflower list, 13 items she's checking off her summer after graduation. One of the numbers goes wrong, and she ends up on a road trip with her enemy, Jack. This seems like a standard summer bucket list, falling in love, YA book, la la la. The Disinvited Guest by Carol Goodman. This is a mystery slash thriller. Years after the pandemic, there's another pandemic, and Lucy Harper quarantines on her husband's family's private island with their close friends. There, she uncovers secrets about the island and her husband's family. This gives me Daisy Darker vibes, which doesn't come out until August, and I actually just got for my August book of the month. But that's almost the same premise as Daisy Darker. Twice a Quinceanera by Yamil Sayed Mendez. This is a romance. Once a month before her wedding... Oh, once a month. One month before her wedding day, Nadia Palicio stands up to her cheating fiancé and their wedding is called off. Instead, she decides to have a second Quinceanera since she's turning 30. The man in charge of the venue ends up being an old college fling. And because it's a romance, obviously, I think like they end up together. The Witchery by S. Isabel is a fantasy. Logan is a baby witch starting at a new school in Florida. She's taken in by three infamous witches. Humans and witches have a truce because they're haunted by wolves and the witches are trying to stop their reign. The Accidental Pinup by Daniel Jackson. This is a romance. Cassie Harris is a photographer for, for Buxom Boudoir. Her friend is starting a line of lingerie and wants Cassie to take the pictures, but due to complications, Cassie, a plus-size black woman, ends up having to model for the line. A rival photographer ends up taking the pictures and romance ensues. This feels like very much a plus-size book done right because I feel like those are like never done very well. I feel like it's just a lot of excuses and nonsense, but this sounds like it's probably good. NSFW, which stands for Not Suitable for Work, by Isabella Kaplan. Fiction, an unnamed protagonist, is successful at a leading TV network. She climbs the ranks and tries to change things from the inside. Then her professional and personal life collide. This seems very much like a Me Too sort of situation. The Stranger in the Mirror by Liv Constantine, thriller. Addison is about to get married, but she doesn't know who she really is. A few years ago, she was found on the side of the highway with no memory of who she was or what happened. She can't shake the feeling of that something bad happened. In another part of town, a man named Julian is wondering what happened to his loving wife, who would never leave him and their seven-year-old daughter. Are these two women the same? This sounds so good. I actually have this book right now, and I want to read it very badly because it sounds great. The Pink Hotel by Lee... Liska Jacobs. This is a thriller. Keith and Kit Collins are invited to the Pink Hotel for a luxurious stay as a bid to hire Keith. Soon after they arrive, there are wildfires and riots and the hotel closes to outsiders. Keith and Kit are stuck at the hotel with disgruntled staff and eccentric guests. And because it's a thriller, like, who knows what happens. 
And then the last one is Any Other Family by Eleanor Brown. This is a fiction. Three sets of parents adopt four biological siblings committed to keeping the children connected after the death of their grandmother. Then the birth mother contacts them because she is having another baby and is looking for a family. Their delicate bonds are tested. This sounds really good to me. Like, imagine just, like, some random people adopting a family of kids and then, like, all kind of being, like, a makeshift family and then like trying to make it work so of the books that I haven't gotten to yet the ones that sound the best to me obviously I want to read Upgrade I have that already I want to read Stranger in the Mirror because I have that one already um I mean I think a lot of these sound really good I kind of want to read Any Other Family I think that's probably going to be more of a contemporary like slow read for me but you know it still sounds really good so for August, we have Carrie Soto is Back by Taylor Jenkins Reid. This is a fiction. I've talked about this one before a couple times. Carrie Soto is a retired tennis player that comes out of retirement to reclaim her record. Daisy Darker by Alice Feeney. This is a thriller. I've talked about this as well. Daisy Darker's family goes to a tiny island to celebrate Nana's 80th birthday. Nana is found dead and then more members, Allah, and then there were none, die. Um... This one I kind of compared to the disinvited guest, but maybe it's not exactly the same premise. Stay Awake by Megan Goldine, a thriller. Liv Reese was living with her best friend, or maybe it's Reese was living with her best friend. I think it's Reese was living with her best friend, dating a new man and thriving as a successful writer when two years later she wakes up in a taxi and doesn't know how she got there. She gets to her house and someone else lives there and she has no phone or memories of the last two years. Just has a pen scribbled all over her skin saying stay awake. I've never read a book by Megan Goldine. Um, I think I've mentioned this somewhere, but I've heard that her books are really good, so I'm interested in reading them. Light Lark by Alex Astor. This is fantasy. Every 100 years, the island of Light Lark hosts a centennial, a deadly game that the rulers of the six realms are invited to play. The winner gets the curse of their realm broken. Each realm has a wicked curse that has, and to break the curse, one of their rulers must die. When We Were Bright and Beautiful by Jillian Meadoff, fiction. Cassie Quinn's brother is accused of raping his ex-girlfriend and their family bands together to defend him. It feels a little weird that I want to read this, but it seemed interesting when I read the synopsis. I don't know. All Good People Here by Ashley Flowers. This is a thriller. Margot Davies was six when her neighbor, January Jacobs, was found dead, and she has always been haunted by the fact that it could have been her. 20 years later, the same thing happens to a girl in a neighboring town. Um, this feels similar to all the other books like this, like, you know, 10 years later, blah, blah, blah. I kind of hate that trope, but whatever. Um, the cover looks good, so we'll see. <laughs> Please Join Us by Katherine McKenzie is a thriller. Nicole Mueller's life is on the rocks, and then she receives an invitation from an exclusive women's networking group, Panthera Leo. All of the women are successful. Soon things change for her for the better because of the club, until one day she's called to one of the women's house and asked to help cover up a crime. Room and Board by Miriam Parker, fiction. Jillian was a successful a successful publicist running her own firm when her career implodes, leaving her jobless and friendless. She receives an offer to become a dorm mom at Glen Allen Academy, where she went to boarding school two decades earlier. I think that sounds cute. The Magic of Lemon Drop Pie by Rachel Linden, fiction. Lolly Blanchard, Blanchard's life is only giving her lemons. Her mother died. She lost the love of her life, had to abandon her dream of opening a restaurant, and she still thinks about it 10 years later. Her aunt gives her a gift for her 33rd birthday, three lemon drops, each with... Each will allow her to live a single day in a life that could have been hers. How to Survive Your Murder by Danielle Valentine. This is a YA thriller. 
Alice Lawrence is supposed to testify in her sister's murder trial and face her sister's killer. Alice was a nerd. Her sister Claire was the all-American beautiful girl, but they were best friends. One On the day of the trial, she's knocked out and wakes up a year earlier than the day her sister was murdered. She has one day to save her sister and find the killer. Reviews mentioned that there's like a really good twist and the bad guy isn't who you expected. It's really interesting because thrillers and young adult books are my favorite two genres, but typically together I don't like them. But this one sounds good. All of Our Demise by Amanda Foody and Christine Lynn Herman is a fantasy. This is the second book in the series. This, the first one is All of Us Villains, and it's about seven families that have to name a champion to compete against each other for control of their magic. So out of all of these books, obviously, Daisy Darker I already have, so I'm going to read that one. The Carrie Soto book I've been interested in for a while. Um, let's see, what else? I mean, the rest of these sound decently good. Megan Goldine, maybe not even this one, but just maybe her in general I want to read. But anyways, those are the August books. And then the September books, The Ballad of Never After by Stephanie Garber, Fantasy. This is the second book in the series. Um, the first one is Once Upon a Broken Heart. It's about a girl, Evangeline Fox, whose true love is said to marry someone else. She makes a deal with the Prince of Hearts to stop the wedding in exchange for three kisses at any time. And I think that obviously comes into play and is an issue I've heard that um once upon a broken heart is very silly and it kind of like makes fun of itself and things like that it's very self-aware so I think it sounds really good and I also really liked Carval by Stephanie Garber um I just haven't gotten through the rest of that series yet the Winners by Frederick Bachman Fiction. This is the third book in the series, and I do want to read them. It's um, Bear Town. It's about this little town that loves their junior ice hockey team, but then the whole town is rocked by a violent act to a young girl. The Bullet That Missed by Richard Osman. It's a mystery. This is the third book in the series as well. I want to read all of these as well. Um, the first is The Thursday Murder Club. It's a cozy mystery about four retired friends that solve a murder. So apparently this is the time when sequels come out. The Marriage Portrait by Maggie O'Farrell, historical fiction. Lucreza de Medic Medici's sister is set to marry the ruler of Ferreira and dies on the eve of their wedding. Lucretia is thrust into the marriage instead. Listen, historical fiction is not my jam. I don't even know who this Lucretia person is, but I know that she's real. I don't even know where Ferreira is, but I know that's also real. Um, but Maggie O'Farrell wrote Hamnet, and I absolutely loved it, and it was historical fiction. So I'm going to give this a shot because I really, I really enjoyed that book. The Dark King by Gina L. Maxwell. This is a romance. Bryn Marrera wakes up from a night out in Vegas married to Caden Varen, billionaire fae king of the night court. This literally sounds like Fifty Shades meets Akatar. It's like a very smutty book, which is typically not my jam, but a lot of people, all the reviews like were like raving. Um, and I kind of hate Akatar, even though I like I arguably I did like it, but like I'm, I'm happy for something to do something better. And I like the idea of, like, Vegas having, like, a secret underground situation. The Kiss Curse by Aaron Sterling, romance slash fantasy. This is the sequel to The X-Hex. Um, this one doesn't sound as good. It's about Gwen and Wells. Gwen is um, whatever the main character in the last one. It's her cousin. And then Wells is the guy's brother, I think. So we'll see. The House Party by Rita Cameron Fiction. Maya Jensen is building her dream home, trying to compensate for her failure to have a child and save her marriage. Then, right before they move in, a group of reckless teenagers trash the house. Those teenagers are the good kids with privileged lives who, who've grown up in a bubble. The fallout from the 
fallout for Maya and the teenagers. So it's like basically like they're about to move into this really nice house and then all these like privileged little teens trash it. Um, I feel like it's probably a very good contemporary read, but we'll see. Killers of a Certain Age by Deanna Rayborn, Mystery. Four assassins in their 60s are set to retire because their talents are considered old school. When they're targeted by one of their own and marked for death, they have to turn to their organization. They have to turn on their organization and rely on their experience to survive. The Weight of Blood by Tiffany D. Jackson, Horror. I was literally looking at this cover and I was wondering, just randomly, Tiffany D. Jackson popped into my head and I was wondering when she would write another book. And then I clicked on it and I saw that this was her book and I was like... It must be, like, the font or something. I'm not really sure, but I just somehow knew this was her. Anyway, it's about Maddie, a biracial girl passing as white who's an outcast in school. Something bad happens at prom, and everyone says that Maddie did it. Tiffany D. Jackson's books are great, so I'm sure this will be fantastic. We Spread by Ian Reid Horror. Penny is an older woman who ends up in a long-term care facility after one too many incidents. Initially, she enjoys her time there, but... Then she begins to lose her grip on things around her and the passage of time. Um, This is the person who wrote I'm Thinking of Ending Things. And while I didn't like it, I feel like like he could be redeemed because I feel like he was trying to do something. And, like, that book made me very uncomfortable. The Most Likely Club by Alyssa Friedland Fiction. Melissa, Priya, Tara, and Suki were high school best friends about to go back for their 25th reunion when they're reminded of their superlatives they won in 1997. They make a pact and decide to try to accomplish their goals together. I think that sounds cute. Bindle Punk Bruja by Desideria Massa. I just butchered that. This is a fantasy. Luna slash Rose is a witch in pursuit of her own illegal jazz club, trying to climb up the bootlegger, the bootlegging ladder, going against mobsters and gangsters. Um, this is semi-historical, it seems like, but I do really like the 20s, so I feel like I can handle something historical set in the 20s. The Guest House by Robin Morgan Bentley. This is a thriller. Jamie and Victoria head to a small countryside guest house for a weekend away before their baby is due. They wake up without their phones. The house has been emptied. The doors are locked and the owners are gone. The baby is coming and there's no way out. The reviews are really good. This sounds really fucked up, but... All Dressed Up by Jillian... By Jilly Gagnon, Mystery. Becca is on a weekend getaway with her husband, whom she just found out has betrayed her. The weekend is an elaborate 1920s murder mystery theme. The one... Then one of the players fails to reappear for her role. So I think it, like, is a murder mystery game that, like, actually ends up in people getting murdered. This one sounds so good. I'm, like, so here for it. I love, like, murder mystery games and things like that. Vanessa Jared's Got a Man by Laquette. This is a romance. Vanessa Jared is a 40-something about to celebrate her second year divorce when a man shows up at her door begging for her help. His younger sister is going to marry Vanessa's ex, and he wants her to help stop the wedding. She's against it until he shows her a picture, and she sees that her ex gave her gave his new fiancé her grandmother's wedding ring that he stole from her. Along the way, they fall in love as well. It sounds cute. It sounds funny. I'm here for it. Stone Blind by Natalie Haynes. Fantasy. This is the story of Medusa from her point of view, a young woman who became a monster, but she was never really a monster at all. I'm here for Medusa retellings. People Person by Candace Cardi-Williams. Fiction. Dimple Pennington is a 30-year-old aspiring lifestyle influencer with not a great boyfriend and not a close family. She has five half-siblings who she's not close to until an event forces them together. This is the same author that wrote Queenie, and I didn't love that book, but I did enjoy the writing, so I'm interested in this one. Christmas at the Ranch by Anita Hughes, Romance. Guys, listen. 
This is about an author who goes to a Christmas party at her publisher's house, and on the way, she spills her secrets to a man on a plane, and then he ends up being the, her publisher's son, and she grows close to the man over the week, and then his fiance shows up. It's like a casual Christmas love story situation, la la la, whatever. I'm not sure why it's coming out in August, but I guess maybe this should, just to like prep for Christmas, like so that everyone has it by Christmas. I'm not sure, but guess what? The main character's name is Samantha Morgan. Like, are you serious? Gotta do it. The 99 Boyfriends of Micah Summers by Adam Sass. This is YA. Micah is too nervous to ask boys out, so he draws their picture instead. He posts them to an Instagram account. He has 99 so far. Then he flirts with the boy, number 100, and just before he gets the courage to ask him out, the guy rushes off the train. He leaves behind his jacket, and Micah uses the jacket to try to find him. When We Were Friends by Holly Bourne, contemporary, Fern and Jessica are best friends and have been through everything together until Jessica crosses a line that Fern can't forgive. Ten years later, Jessica unexpectedly reappears in Fern's life. Can they be friends again? So, August, or not August, September is like chock full of books. Obviously, all of these series I want to get to, um, I just haven't because you know whatever I feel like the house party book sounds very interesting to me um the Tiffany G Jackson book sounds good the most likely club sounds good um all dressed up I really want to read that's the one that I'm like most excited for the murder mystery one I gotta read the Samantha Morgan book (laughs) um but I don't know September seems like a very good month So those are all the books that have either come out in July or August or coming out in August and September. I will be back to do October, November, December, and that will be it for the year, which seems so weird. Like, I feel like this year has gone by so incredibly fast, and I still have a massive list of 2020 books that I haven't read, 2022 books that I haven't read yet, Um, but I think that's something I'm just going to do is just continue to make yearly TBRs of books that I'm interested in based on these Goodreads lists. Um, and you know, at some point when I'm 50 years old, maybe I'll finally get to all of them. I hope that this gave you some good ideas for new books coming out to read until next time, friends. Ciao.